Welcome to the Andrew Collins Show. I'm Andrew Collins, your host. Got clever, a very clever name, dude. Huh? Clever name you came up with. I added show on there. What's that? I added show. You added show, yeah. Yeah, and the. Oh, that's not bad. That's cool. Now, when you think about it, it's now pretty I'm clever. Now, about it, it's pretty original. What's your podcast name? Mm, I don't have one. Well. <laughs> <laughs> we just start physically fighting. I don't know who would win it. I think you'd win in a fight. That was I would. quick. That was quick. You rolled over there. What do you I mean? I don't know who you'd win. That's, what, that's how quickly you assess the situation. You're 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 a muscular man. But you've got that... Can I say the R word? Uh, Rambo strength? Yeah. You got that Rambo strength. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Adrian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know, dude. dude. Yeah. Rambo. He dude. sounds like a Rambo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He does sound also, like a Rambo. Also, Rocky, by the way. I know. I know. I was being uh, Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is... <laughs> I feel like you got you got Rambo strength, and we know what that means. Yes, and you've got kind of like some country strong, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say? I'm not a pussy. Nobody was. Nobody said that, man. I could throw nobody my hands. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I feel like wrestling wise, you, you've you been might, in some bar fights, probably. I've been in party couple. fights. Party fights. I've college. been in some party fights. Well, yeah. First of all, Evan Williams is here. Hey guys. Um, that was best intro I could have thought Good to of. Be here. Good to be here. Whatever. Fantastic comedian. Mm. I am in awe of your work ethic. And I know that doesn't that doesn't sound like a compliment, but it is. Mm. Uh, yeah, not funny, com- but you work hard. It's not tr- that's yeah, not no, how I, I meant it. I mean, do you want to fight me though? We can. <laughs> it should end that way. I think that this episode should end that way. We'll oil wrestle. Yeah, for sure, dude. And we'll just come we'll, and stuff. We'll get on the ground, dude. Yeah. We'll roll around, bro. I'll kiss you. I'll kiss you, man. You will. I'll do it. Right now. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time, dude. I'll do it. I'll make it weird, man. <laughs> this is what happens when two guys haven't been boozing in a while. You're like, dude, let's just fucking... You haven't been boozing? I stopped again. Stopped again? Yeah. What brought you back? I don't know. I think uh, I think I was... I quit for the wrong reasons. Okay. In a way... You quit I, for someone else? Yeah. Okay. I think I quit for my career and for the person I was working for. Oh, <laughs> this is a weird. Okay. Yeah. Who doesn't drink? <laughs> and I thought Whoa, they that's would... <laughs> a, there's quotes on that person doesn't drink. I thought they would Damn. like me better. Yeah. <laughs> if I didn't drink either, yeah. and I've seen how they dealt with other people that didn't drink, and it wasn't always a good thing. Good thing. Yeah. No, so I think that was part of it. I don't know how much of the percentage was. I do think I should have quit. I have alcoholism in my family. Yeah. Mom's an alcoholic. Sure. Um Mama Dukes gets Gram- grandpa's knocks him back. Yeah. Oh, Gramps. Yeah. Blackout. So, so it's in me. And mm-hmm. I and and uh I'm a very anxious person, so after I drink the next day I'm just a fucking panic attack little mess. Oh, yeah. yeah. After just drinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next night, uh-huh. following night. What makes you panic? That your body feels it? And you're gonna like, die. Oh no, I'm killing my. I'm dying. I'm dying. Like yeah. literally, not like in the future. Like right now. I'm dying right now. Yeah, yeah, right now. I get that sometimes. Completely sober. Well, I drink a lot of coffee, and I'll drink so much sometimes. <laughs> it's it's skipping we, beats, bro. 
Bro, you know, coffee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking... It's, it's the real deal, man. It's what happens real... when you go in panic, and how do you get out of it? I've only had one real panic attack. Um, and I say that because I used to tell people, I had a little panic attack last night or whatever. And then I had a real one. And I was like, oh, that's those were not panic attacks. A real panic attack feels like when you get pushed back in a chair, you know, and you catch yourself. It's like that over and over and over again. And you're positive you're dying. You're, I'm 100% positive I'm dying of a new thing. It's new. <laughs> it's going to be called like the Evan Williams syndrome, you know, or whatever. Oh, shit. Like Lou Gehrig. Yeah. yeah right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get a new Lou Gehrig going. <laughs> and I was on a plane. You know you made it when you get a fucking you get a disease, like a weird, yeah, weird yeah. disease. Which sucks because that means you made it right before you toast. Also, you know? I think, I don't know what Lou Gehrig's actually called. In real life, is, is it that, Parkinson's? No, no, it's um, the one with the ice bucket challenge was the Lou Gehrig <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> yeah, because he loved a cold shower, loves a cold shower I mean, after you know, a game. Athletes, oh, fuck, yeah. what was it? Eh, whatever, we'll think of it. <sighs> There's an A in there somewhere, right? ALS, yes, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. L stands for Lou, I think. This could be completely <laughs> inaccurate. That's definitely inaccurate. <laughs> Did so, you say L stands for loop? Yeah. The anal loop syndrome? No, Lou, mean? like Lou Gehrig. Oh, Lou. <laughs> God, I'm, dude, this is over. This is the end of my career. Isn't it fun? Does it happen on camera? The end of Don't worry, we everything can, I've been working towards? We ain't deleting it. I don't care what you fucking say to me after this. No, don't edit you it. Let them see, me. dude. Let them so, see. So you have this panic attack. You think you're going to die. I'm on a plane. Oh, you're I, on a plane. I That's hadn't oh, slept. Fuck. I have no problem with planes either. But I that day I did. I hadn't slept. And I had only coffee. Like airport triple espresso coffee. And no food. And I was married at the time. You know her. Mm. You know? Sweet lady. I was going to say the opposite. Oh, nightmare of a person. Yeah. Yeah. Just completely. A devil. A monster. Yeah. Yeah. I can see why you were drinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't drink once. <laughs> no, I know. Coffee. So coffee. coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't yeah, fuck. Just to get through that yeah. tornado of a human being. You know? <laughs> She's very sweet. I to the listeners. I keep lying. No, I'm not lying. She's great. All right, tell me what you said um, in the kitchen. Whatever, it's full. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst representation of me that's ever happened, dude. Nah, dude, I'm saying it all. What uh-huh. you told me. It's been a while since I've done a podcast. I think that's what's going on, dude. Um... <laughs> I'm on a plane. <laughs> I start freaking out, dude. And and I'm like like you know, breathing like that. And I'm 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 positive I'm dying. And then it's reinforced because my all the color leaves my face. And I look at her and she looks at me and she's scared. And I'm like, I am dying, you know? So now it's like it's confirmed and I'm like <laughs> And she's just like, breathe, breathe. Everything's okay. Breathe, you know? And and so I breathe. And and I just, I finally get to a point where I'm like, you're not dying. You're panicking. And once I knew what was happening, I was okay. Um, and then the color slowly came back to my face. I got some food on the airplane. We were good. The plane lands. And uh, the kids behind me, I, I, I noticed them. They're talking about me. Oh, I know. Where are they, they going? Like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. They, go, they go, look, mom. They're like imitating me, dude. I was roasted by children for having a panic attack. And um, 
big muscle man. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And from that moment, I have not had a panic attack because now I know what they feel like. Yeah. So if it starts, I'm like, you're just panicking. You're just panicking. But I know a lot of people have a bunch of them. So. Well, what that could do, and what when I had my first one was in a restaurant, anytime I'd go out to eat, mm-hmm. I'd be like, it's going to happen again. So if I was on yeah, a flight planes, like yeah. you, I'd be like, one, I wouldn't drink as much coffee. Mm-mm. Also, there is I something. I don't anymore right before a flight. Yeah. When someone were in the air, I'll start chugging it, dude. But, you know, that's me, dude. I, I, I have a problem, for sure. With coffee? With How many coffee, are you taking yeah. back a day? I take back like three lattes a day. You know, it's nothing crazy, crazy. But then if it's a long night, I'll start drinking some C4. I turn into this guy named Van. <laughs> we drop to eat. My name's Van. And I've discovered that recently. I've started partying recently. I don't know if you've noticed this, like, in my stories or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what's real and what yeah, I mean. Exactly. Some yeah. of it's sketches. Some of it's just me. I'm just, I'm just going to clubs now. I'm 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 mosh pitting, you know. Yeah. I'm going to drinking parties, and I'm not drunk. I'm just I'm, but I'm an animal, and I'll do a backflip, and I'll you know, yeah, just start biting furniture and stuff, just kind of letting this guy out that has been in there for so long. Was, I was a party animal like yourself. I was. Yes. I didn't get arrested on a, a wave runner, you know. A you were C- on a standing jet ski, I think. Right. Yeah. But I was I was a partier, and I got sober, and I stopped partying. I've been partying recently, but sober. I don't, I think the old me would be like, that's weird. I get it. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. A little weird, but I just missed my 20s, kind of. Well, you got married at what age? I was married, I was essentially married at 19, but we we did the ceremony at 21. So you're an addict when you're, how old, when you start your, when you get sober, how old are you? I went to rehab at 19. Okay. Yeah. So in high school, they voted me. Craziest and most likely to party at age 80. That was one of our superlatives. It was a little clunky wording, but that's what it was. I got that, and in six months, I was in rehab. So, yeah. <laughs> well, literally, no. Yeah. At 80, you're going to be partying fucking drinking Red Bull instead. Just fucking high C punch, dude. Yeah. So you you started fucking partying early. Yeah, I was like, I was like 15. The parents divorced at like 13, and Same. it left me in this house with my mom, who was as wild as me. And it was just me and her. And so I would throw these, like, keggers and stuff at, like, 15, 16, And she was 17. a cool mom. She was cool mom. Quote-unquote cool. Yeah. Just means mentally ill. Yeah, yeah, okay? dude. Um, yeah, God yeah. bless her. <laughs> Hilarious woman. Loved me very much, but uh, just a wild, you know. To everyone else in your school, she's like, dude, Mrs. Williams fucking Not rules. even that Judy, bro. They just call her Judy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, Judy. Judy will buy you. Where's Judy at? <laughs> Judy like, will they, buy you Zima. They come to my house, and I'd be like, what's up, guys? They're like, where's Judy? You oh. know? And she'd come, and she'd sit in the circle, and she wouldn't smoke weed with us. She'd just be there. Kind of like what I'm doing now, you know? Just kind of being around people who are having fun and, and vicariously having fun with us, you know? Did you party... As hard as you did to compete with Judy, you think because yeah. she was stealing your not, thunder, dude? I couldn't keep up with Juice, man. <laughs> Juice, Juice was the most likable person in town. Oh you know? man, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and I know you had. I saw a recent bit about you have a name or your face on your arm, right? I, well, and your brother face is gone now. We uh, we've been removing it a little at a time here. It's a portrait of them both, but it was not done well. So were they done at the same time or did you? Uh, yeah, yeah, same time. Oh. Yeah. So I, I, Mateo drew this banana 
and I got it on so me. That was Judy's favorite food. No, no, bananas. Judy, Judy like pizza, you know, French fries and stuff. <laughs> Maybe I'll get that that next time. No, Judy, uh, I got Judy and Noah, my mom and brother. Um, oh, they passed away when I was nineteen and twenty, and I at about twenty, I no, I was probably twenty two, twenty three. I was new in New York. Mateo had moved there. We immediate best friends. We hung out all the time. He draws me this one tattoo. Then I'm like, oh, can you draw me my next tattoo? It's a portrait of my mom and brother. He's like, well, that's a, that's a tall order. Yeah. Okay. He's like, I need like a little bit of time. You know, and I was like, I'm going to get it. He like, just tomorrow. adds a face to the banana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little smiley. Dude. <laughs> a little, little Judy wig on top. <laughs> and and I'm like, well, I need, I need, I want to get it tomorrow. And he was like, well, I can't do a fucking portrait by tomorrow. And I was like, well, I'm going to North Carolina. I'm going to go to my tattoo artist. And he's like, well, I can't do it in that time. And so I just rushed it. I just trusted the tattoo artist. I was such a people pleaser that he showed me his stencil. And it was bad. It yeah. was bad. And he was yeah. like, do you like it? And I was like, love it. <laughs> but I was just, <laughs> just for him to like me. That's how much of a people pleaser I was back then. And, and then he put it on me. He was like, this is good, right? And I'm like, it's so good. Such a good thing. Yeah. And then he did it. And I went home and I cried. Yeah. I literally, I literally cried. I went in the bathroom. And I was like, I, this is on me forever. Like, that's on me forever, dude. dude. And so I'm getting it removed now, but it's very expensive. It's not It's, it's not going to be expensive for me now. I think I can, like, um, if I make, like, Instagram stories about it, I can get, like, a discount at, like, a local, <laughs> you know? So I'll whore myself out to get it done for free. But um, before that... Would you get it redone? Yeah. You, yeah? yeah? Over the same arm, maybe? Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fade it enough. I would have to get, like... 14 sessions to get it completely gone. Damn. So I'm just going to fade it enough that they so can So you slowly it. have to erase your mom and They're brother. slowly and fading brother. away. <laughs> like a photograph in yeah. like Back to the Future. Yeah. You know? Like if I don't introduce my mom to my dad, <laughs> she disappears. Dude, the idea that you saw the stencil and you saw yeah. that it was terrible. And then they have good. to trace it to your arm. Mm. They like stick it to your arm. So I do that with haircuts. The process that I could. Yeah. Oh, haircuts. Haircuts. I'll tip the guy more the shittier it is. Absolutely. I don't know what that disease is. Opposite uh, yeah. logic there. Yeah. But I get it. I'm like maybe he'll with this maybe money this he'll get better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll use this money for classes and. So you got silver, and then, you, essentially, you got married. Yeah. And then Not your mom passes away. Yeah, married. yeah, you did yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, like, man. Hypothetically, you got married. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, our families sat together, and a, a priest was like, "You guys are, yeah, you guys are a thing." Yeah. Was your your was your mom alive then, or did she pass? She was not. No, she she passed. I was newly sober. I was newly in a relationship with, you know, um, future wife. Yeah. And uh, I didn't even really get a chance to introduce her to my mom because she passed away like a month into me and her being together. So, yeah. And then your brother a year later. Brother was a year before. A year before. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, that's heavy. It was a wild couple years. Yeah, that's an That's Yeah. Yeah, it was like brother, mom, aunt, uncle, grandparents. Yeah. It was was a lot. At one point, my dad was just like, I was like at a, a funeral. I don't even remember which one it was. And he was like, hey, I just need you to know that this isn't normal. Like, you know, 
Like, yeah. I mean, you might you might think this is normal because like this is all you know, but like it's not. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. I'm yeah, like, and I'm usually like, when it's that many people, it's like one wreck. You know. Like they all yeah, died like in the, a bus. The, the Punisher, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, or, yeah people. Like the mafia of... came to our like summer <laughs> yeah. home. And... No, this is all natural causes. This is natural causes. <laughs> so I don't even have like a revenge path I <laughs> yeah. can go on. <laughs> like the Punisher, just between you and God, boy. Just me and you know, I'm just like fighting the air, dude. Holy yeah. shit, man. <laughs> that's a that's like yeah. So mm-hmm. then. Then you're like, all right, might as well try stand up. Might as well get into might, that. Might as well get into. Let's this. try that out before therapy. That sounds, that sounds about. I right. did that. Yeah. I Let's mean, self-deprecate my... until I feel okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. How'd that work out for you? Uh, the therapy or the stand up? Stand up before therapy. I'm better in therapy. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was so happy to just have an identity at that point. For sure. Whatever it was. Right. And there was no. Um, I didn't have to go to school. I could just go do it. Same. Yeah. And that's why I loved it so much. You did some school. You were in <laughs> yeah, university I went to, yeah. in Florida? No, in, in New Orleans. At Tulane. New Orleans. I cheated Man. on everything. Absolutely. I didn't learn one thing in college. Yeah. I was a business major. Like, no, I got a no. degree, but I just... Yeah, you did. You got a bachelor's. Yeah. Wow. Cheated. I never would have... If, if you gave me just thousands of dollars, I never would have guessed that you finished college. I showed up at graduation and everyone's like, what? what? Like, no yeah. one, no one. Did you finish on time? No. Okay. But yeah. that's the funny part. I could see you as a fan wilder. Like, I could see that. It was one more summer after that. But my, mm-hmm. my dad and my mom came to the graduation. They gave me a diploma, but there was nothing in it. But mm-hmm. I was so insecure that I needed to be part of that. But I needed six more credits. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I graduated. But it wasn't a real graduation. Then mm-hmm. I graduated that next summer or yeah. that f- following few months. Interesting. But why would I even invite them to come uh-huh. to the graduation that wasn't right. real? It's not real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was really fucked up back then. New yeah. Orleans will do... That to you, you know. I've never been. It's. Uh, I want to go. I mean, you're gonna have to drink a lot of C B four, or whatever the fuck you've yeah. been drinking. Yeah, it's. Uh, oh, C four or C four. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's. Uh, to keep up. It used to be a crazier city, out, though. Yeah. So fucking, I mean, that is so you lost. So you just have your dad now, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Just pops, dude. I got a great, um, a fantastic uncle. His brother's really cool, my uncle Gary. My mom's side of the family kind of there. There's some sweet people over there, but it's messed up, you know. I mean, my my grandpa like kind of disowned her and uh, anyone that wasn't like a perfect example of a Catholic, you know. And when that happens, you kind of you kind of get canceled with your mom, you know. And uh, so th- yeah, they didn't like show up. To like memorial or anything like that, so that kind of that fucked me up, man. You know, you grew up in North Carolina, North Carolina, in the South, in the South. Yeah, but they're not they're not Southern. I'm the only redneck in the family. So my mom's from Jersey, my dad's from Pennsylvania. Oh shit! So how? Yeah, I can't. My mom's from Chicago, my dad's from New York. Then growing up where I grew up in Florida, same shit. Yeah, yeah, same kind of shit. You felt like a fish out of water a little bit. Yeah, it's like nature versus nurture. You know, do you go with your parents at home or do you go with the rednecks at school? Yeah, and I kind of didn't really go with the rednecks at school, but now I love rednecks. (laughs) I love them. (laughs) 
They're so funny. They're the best. They're so stupid and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Real they don't talk about shit. feelings. Except I mean, they do. That's in like a country a, yeah. song. Yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. Someone that left them, you know, <laughs> and that they drink to feel better about it. But that's about it. Yeah. My, uh, yeah. There's a simplicity to how they see and view life and what they need out of life. That the simplicity of how they feel better about things. They literally just go mudding. You yeah. know, it's the best. Try and be sad mudding. They don't care about how many likes they got on Instagram. Absolutely not. They don't. They probably don't have Instagram. Yeah. A lot of them don't have Instagram. I know. Yeah. My stepbrother, Jake, he doesn't. Dude, he... They're would, on Facebook arguing about guns, dude. Oh, yeah. Post on Facebook. With him with a like an, Yeah. With a gun. Like, five of his photos... <laughs> his are profile with, picture is just a gun. It literally a is. A lot of times, that's actually true. I swear it is. Yeah. I'm Scott, not even kidding. Our buddy Scott Chaplin, he has, he has a joke about, like, uh, this guy named, like, Dale or something. Like, he, he just always posts racist stuff, but his profile pic was a... A motorcycle, like a dirt bike, and, and Scott just feels like he's it's Dale the racist dirt bike. <laughs> you know what I mean? It looks like oh, a dirt bike dirt saying bike. all of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just saying like slurred. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh yeah, man, he doesn't he just fishes, you know, he goes surfing, mm-hmm. he feeds our fucking mini horse. You have Has, a mini horse? Yeah, we got yeah, he just had a baby. Not a pony. No, a mini horse. Yeah, my dad, who's yeah, a Jew how from Flushing, huh? How big's a mini horse? Uh, about half the size of a regular. <laughs> it looks like a donkey, but it just you know, yeah, it looks like mini me, literally, but uh-huh. for a horse. So it still has the majesty of a horse because donkeys look kind of yes, kind of rambo, yes, right? yes. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, 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 it does. Yeah, okay. And um, my dad, it's so funny because he's like a Jew from Flushing, from Queens, mm-hmm. and now. You know, with my step family, he married a, uh, you know, a, 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 she's actually from Pennsylvania. Are you say but she's slut. Is that what you're gonna no. Say? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. You said a slut. <laughs> well, you know, he married a slut, and so <laughs> you're Ste- stuttering. You're like Porky Pig. You're like he married a slut, a slut, a slut, a slut, an honest woman. <laughs> I think what it was was. <laughs> I wanted to. She's from Pennsylvania, but she is okay. kind of rednecky. But I didn't want to call her a redneck, and so There's then rednecks I rednecks in Pennsylvania, her, dude. Oh, very much so. Like, they're, they're from like Quaker country. Yeah, like horses, like are like I know it. Yeah. Real cars and shit. Yeah, yeah, my dad's from like Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. There's like these little towns there, like Wilkesbury, Dallas. Yeah, I did a show in Wilkesbury one time. Really? Yeah, a with Nikki. Town to do a show. Yeah, it used to have like a big mill. Like it used to be like. Yeah. The shit. True. Yeah, there was a huge factory there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my grandpa worked there, I think. I'm sure. They're making pencils. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I, I so. Think, uh, yeah. Good crowd. Good, Good crowd, people. probably. Yeah. yeah. Friendly people. Very yeah. friendly people. Yeah. But if you drive 30 minutes into the woods, it's just rednecks, you know? Hunting and... You know, it is interesting. Guns on the... You can find rednecks anywhere. Cab of their truck. Everyone thinks it's just in the south. No, it's just people like how's there Confederacy the flags? Yeah, just yeah. go to the woods. Mm-hmm. People say Florida is not the south. Go thirty minutes from the ocean, you're gonna see the Florida's most back the south. Yeah, man. it's a weird south. It's a wild like fever dream south. I think it just gets a lot of shit for Florida man. You know? Yeah, Florida man is a, a wild. He's like a cryptid at this point. He's like a Bigfoot and Mothman and Florida Man. There's, Chupacabra of the South, you know? There's a, there's a lot of different Floridas. 
you know, start in Miami, then you work your way up, and it just, it's just, every county is its own thing. Yeah. And. Yeah, I haven't experienced all of the Floridas. Yeah. It's fine. Where I grew up there, it's a very different Florida than South Florida. People in South Florida laugh at it. Yeah. Yeah. For what reason? Just backwards, backwoods, all the backs, you know, just like, just like. Everybody's walking backwards. It's like Dude, you live in Port St. Lucie. <laughs> like it's like one of those places. Okay. It's like, yeah. bitch, you're like, you like fucking smuggle prescription drugs. Like 100%. you don't yeah. do shit. Yeah. Miami loves talking shit about Central Florida. Mm. I guess the other way around too. They're like, they don't speak English. You know, yeah. it's one of those things. Yeah. It's just racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, I was actually um, thinking about like how much content you put out and how like mm. hard you work. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Oh, you have like no family. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting uh, that to go that yeah, way. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, you're talented and a hard worker. Like, no, you're an orphan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your whole family's <laughs> yeah. dead. Dude. Oh, no wonder. <laughs> no wonder why you, have, yeah. you don't ever have to make a phone call. Nope. Look me and my dad, we, we text. <laughs> <laughs> he's on every app. He's on TikTok. He's seventy four years old. He's posting just videos of him hiking on TikTok. Ugh. Love it. You know? Just fucking a lot doesn't, of people follow doesn't even check this. He probably follows you. He follows anyone I've ever encountered. I and love he that. supports all of you. Uh if you ever see like a gorilla icon like a profile pic of a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> His name's <laughs> Rustlings. And he just he's the most supportive guy on the planet, you know. Uh, big big fan of mine, so that's cool. It's fucking but awesome. It's, yeah, it's just him, man. And he he kind of took on being like Mr. Mom and like you know multiple hats. I think when I lost some people, and so God bless him. You know what does drive you to do all that to work so hard? Because I I envy it. I'm like all kidding aside. I think it's incredible what you do. I appreciate because you keep putting out content that not only a lot but like fucking amazing content smart content that fucking does really well and i think especially lately you're getting a lot of recognition for it and i only see your career fucking going great and it's really Thanks, awesome man. to see i will chug you're... on a protein bar in a couple of weeks and die you know <laughs> but yeah. then it'll really take off like Honestly, people kind of you... pick up on like the sketches i'll get like a million followers like once on i'll tupac the comedy scene you know <laughs> But I, no, I thank you. Uh, I'm really obviously really bad with compliments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, it's I mean I, I'm I bad at usually it. giving them, but the older I get, the more comfortable I am just fucking giving out love without a joke at the end, which is hard. You know, I like this new Andrew, and I wanted to talk about that as well. Um, but first, I'll just say what drives me. I I just really, really, really want it, man. What I, do you want though? I want to make movies. Yes. And I, I do need money to do that. And it would help to have, like, you know, fans to do that because they could support and stuff. Um, and then once they come out, I can know that these things will be seen. But I want to make movies more than anything in the world. And I have since I was, like, five. And I just, you know, I got almost distracted with stand-up for a long time. And I'm back doing it a lot, you know. I never stopped doing it, but I'm back doing it a lot. And I'm on tour. And, and that's great because it's, like, I love storytelling. It's just my favorite thing in the world. You're a hell of a storyteller, too. Oh, thank you. Like, you're a hell of a long-form storyteller, too. I always love seeing your, like, your wild tales, man. Thanks, You got some, and you're good at telling them. And I remember when you were, like, starting to try and form, like, your one-man show, and you were, like, 
kind of studying like the verbiglias and stuff like that and like working on that that shit's inspiring to me like to me it's nothing against our just soul stand-up friends but like that doesn't really like excite the shit out of me you know just kind of set up and punch and stuff Mm -hmm. i of course have some jokes that are just set up punch but like just storytelling and like challenging yourself and coming from stand-up and it being such a soul thing uh kind of lonely thing sometimes especially when you're flying around at these hotels and stuff going into like filmmaking or, or even like collaborative sketch making you know where you're like with people and there's multiple minds in it and you're all getting excited about it and you've got bloopers and you're having laughs and then you edit it and you send it to each other and you're like look how it came out you know and then you can celebrate it together when it comes out i just love this like collaborative effort of filmmaking it's like my favorite thing in the world and i love stand-up i don't love the grind of it i don't love the traveling i don't love the empty hotel room um but with filmmaking i love every single step i love the writing of it i love the pre-production and planning and finding location and casting it and getting a a dp excited to shoot it and thinking about how it's going to look and and challenging ourselves maybe we do like a oneer we shoot this like it's one shot find hidden cuts when we swipe behind his back and like thinking of ways to tell the story and how to light it and how to score it and then shooting it is like the most fun all right right back yeah post, yeah yeah post-production this is actually <laughs> all good man yeah um yeah i love i love post-production too i love like seeing it come together and slowly become a movie and like with movies like you have the movie you wrote and then you have the movie that you had the resources to actually shoot mm-hmm. which is different usually from what you wrote and then you have what happens in the editing room where you like make a discovery and you're like oh this is a funnier movie than we realized let's pace this differently you know whatever and then you have the movie that you premiere to people and they're going to see it differently than you saw it and have these audiences ask you questions that you didn't even have an answer for about your movie now you got to answer it and it's just i don't know it's so exciting to me so I guess what I'm hearing is that you have an end goal, which is to make a movie and to have it in the theaters. Yeah. And it's just amazing. Like that's your, that's your goal. And in between that, you have about 3000 things <laughs> that you have to make, or mm-hmm. you could have a dad with the last name Spielberg. You know what I mean? Like, True. like it could it's be like a nepotism either baby. you I, have to, I could be, yeah. sweat blood and tears, yeah. constantly proving yourself. Constantly. You've proven yourself over and over again to make things that people enjoy and like mm-hmm. over and over. Mm-hmm. But and I have it, been told for years now that, you know, and I'm not going to whine publicly or privately. Yeah. And I'm not going to make excuses publicly or privately. I've made a decision to not complain. Um, but, you know, I went three years without representation and I was trying to have representation, but I went, you know, three years up until like a month ago and I found, well, he found me, but I found this great manager, um, Matt Beals at Levity, and he's been like just crushing it for me recently. And I like really appreciate him. But uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was in New York and I had booked a couple dramatic roles on some TV shows where they murder me, you know? Yeah, on the Americans. I got a, a murderable face. Yeah, okay? yeah, I can see that. So yeah. they kill me on the Americans, they kill me on FBI, and I was like, I would love to continue getting killed. You're like, um, your whole family's dead. You're yeah, great yeah. at it. Let's you know? off you as well. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Go join your family cinematically. You know? We'll put your face on your own <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> added to the Mount Rushmore of ghosts on my arm. Yeah. And, so you're. <laughs> and so, and I had done like you know I'd gotten past with the cellar and um and I had done some New York things and I was like let me go try L A and I I told my agents at the time, um, I was at CAA, no names, all respect. Uh, but I was I was at CAA and I and I I told them I was thinking about moving to LA, and they were like that's a great idea. Um, when are you thinking of moving? And I was like February. They were like perfect. Uh, that's the beginning of pilot season, mm-hmm. so we'll reach out to all the casting directors before you get there, and you'll be lined up. And I I got here in February of 2020 uh, with my wife at the time, and um, I went on one audition and it was okay, and then no auditions were coming, and my manager at the time reached out to them and couldn't get a hold of them and then like demanded to get a hold of them eventually and they were like yeah we're just we're gonna you know move on uh from evan um we think that he's really talented uh we just don't have the time to get him where he needs to be we know he's gonna go far but we just and so basically they were they said like we don't want to work yeah and um so i was like okay all right and i was like this is the corniest thing in the world dude so like buckle up but I was having a meltdown on the street. I was like walking up and down Hyperion Boulevard because I went to an open mic and it was in a bar and it was noisy and it was like my first time I was going to be on stage in LA and I went in there and I looked at that and my name was in like 10 comics and I just turned around and I left and I was like, am I about to do, am I going back to open mics? Like that's okay. I'm not above open mics, but I just felt so low that day and I just started walking home and I was just walking and I was like having, I was like, what, what am I doing? Why did I come here? Why did I fucking come here? Like, I don't, I, don't, I know some people here, but I don't really know people here. What the fuck am I going to do? And then I realized I wasn't thinking I was talking out loud and I said, what am I going to do? And then I was lit by this like blue neon light and I, I looked in this store. Mel's Diner? It was no, oh. no. It was like it was some like boutique. Like, I'm, just guessing, I'm just yeah, guessing. I'm just guessing. Wild things out there, dude. That's cool. I, you know, any other guesses, you throw them out, dude. But it was actually a boutique <laughs> shop, Greek restaurant. No, oh, yeah. no, 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 not a Greek like restaurant. A gift, like jewelry and stuff, I think. <laughs> yeah, and uh, little trinkets. Sorry, and yeah. Go. It was closed, um, and there was just this neon sign that was lit up, and it said, "Do what you love." I don't know why that happened. It's the cheesiest thing ever. But I said out loud, what am I going to do? And then a, the sign, a literal sign said, do what you love. And I was like, okay, all right, okay. So you and bought so a I dirt just, bike. and I bought a dirt bike. <laughs> and I did cocaine again. I finally relapsed and um, <laughs> tanked everything. But Marriage, you filmed it all. Career. First yeah. viral video. Uh-huh. No, so so, yeah. so what do you do with that? Because a lot of people have these epiphanies, right? right? But then they go home and they, they play God of War or whatever. Because behind every epiphany yeah. is a lot of hard work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, whatever you do. Um, yeah. So it's like, okay, so you get this moment. Yeah. You see the sign. Mm-hmm. You're walking back home. You're like, no, this is all happening for a reason. It's all connected here. There's a higher power of something coming at me here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just realized, like, you, you're never going to have trouble with, like, answering the question what you love. If you love it, it's very clear. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I didn't love stand-up. So I stopped worrying about getting on stage for a little bit. Yeah. And um, I went home and I started writing 
a horror feature. I want to make a horror movie. I'm a huge horror movie fan. And then like a week later, the quarantine happens. And so we're all stuck inside. So this break that I was secretly about to take, the world was taking it all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah. And I was like, great, I don't even need to like say that I took a break. Like yeah. I don't even have to be ashamed that I'm not doing it. Because nobody's doing it. Yeah, you're literally We're, about to be like, I retire. I yeah. reti- ah, it reminds me with of everybody. What's yeah. the movie when he's like, I'm gay? <laughs> and the plane's going down yeah. and almost oh, famous. Yeah. Almost famous. Yeah. And then the plane yeah. is fine. Like, like that wait, you were what almost. Was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm never doing stand up yeah. again. Fuck. Like, well, now no one is. But what were you, what were you saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, ah, nothing. I was like, I can't wait to do it again. So okay. you have this epiphany to, to make a movie. Now, COVID. Then COVID oh, yeah. was like, nah. And so I was like, all right, well, then what can I do? I can't get on stage. I can't get on a set. Let me just start posting my stand-up. Somebody told me, uh, Mike Feeney told me to download uh, TikTok and start putting stuff there because comedy did well there. And I was like, okay. And so I started putting my jokes up there. They did okay. And they started doing good. And then they started doing great. And then I ran out of jokes. Yeah, <laughs> I ran out of jokes. <laughs> yeah. And so then I started looking at my notepad and I was like, this joke did well one time. Let me shoot that like a sketch. And the joke was, I have this Southern bank. and Oh, the credit card. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're yeah. intense. They call me. They're like, did you get a sandwich? And I'm like, yeah, I got a sandwich, you know? <laughs> but then they're like, all right, well, did you then get a TV a thousand miles away? And I'm like, oh, fuck, no, I didn't. And they're like, well, we have our sights on that person right now. Would you like us to take the shot? And I did it on stage, and the crowd liked it okay. But this comedian, Lafayette Wright, remember him? Yeah. He came up to me and was like, that's really funny. You should keep doing that. But then I never did it again. But it was in my notes still. And so I shot it like a sketch. And it blew up. You know, it got like these millions of views. And and then the comments were like, what happens next? What's episode two? And so then I just made an episode two. And then I went to Hawaii um, with my wife at the time. And I started making episodes like he's in Hawaii. And like the guy's still looking for him and stuff. And I just started making stuff any day that I could and um and I, and then and the sketches did well too and so I just kept doing them and you know that's another thing is like do what you love like I I want to make a movie and so sometimes like all right when I started making sketches yeah I was like talking to people about it and, and I was like I don't want to like make sketches though because then I'm like a, a funny video guy you know, am I gonna be a funny video? Guy? Well, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Five years ago, well, this was only a couple years yeah. ago, but we're we've been in this game long enough where if you were just on YouTube and just like, especially yeah. coming up in New York City as a right, stand-up right. comic, mm-hmm. and you're making little freaking sketches, like you're such a little bit, like it was yeah. seen, it was a completely different world mm-hmm. just five years ago in regards to trying to get viral you were still waiting for gatekeepers to like oh, yeah. comedy central to fucking give you a half hour and then you get an hour Big and each and like yeah. all this yeah it's completely different now yeah I but still meeting. that's in your brain mm-hmm. those thoughts yeah of like and, yeah and, and in the in your brain as well as a comedian you have comedians yes and so mine for some reason were mark norman and sam Marill, and they were like are you gonna be a funny video guy dude is that what we're gonna do um and i was just like i guess i guess not and but then i made one and it was the guy Ritchie thing and so it was like these british and norman gangsters. probably goes that was funny 
Exactly. That's yeah. the weirdest part about yeah, all of this like, is these people in our heads yeah. actually would like the creative Literally show we the, make because the they couldn't head. do it. Yeah. Yeah. The two in my head both personally reached out at one <laughs> yeah, point dude, and were like, hey, I love what you're doing. It cracks me up. And I was like, what is, what is <laughs> what that? Is Why did I do that? Dude? It's the same guy that stands like, yes. Yeah, yeah dude. dude. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I have that so much of people that yeah. I think hate me. I could give you a list. Sam was the sweetest. Man. Yeah. He, like, he reached out. He was like, it's so cool what you're doing. Because you're you're building a following that way, but not burning jokes, and and, and I was just was like, dude, you you were the dude in my I didn't tell him this, but I was like, you're the dude in my head that told me not to, and that's so ridiculous because you never would have done that. I just saw him as like, you know, one of the like prime examples of like a great standup, and I was like, well, if I'm if I'm gonna be a standup, I can't be a funny video guy. This is what I learned about great standups. They're usually pretty sensitive people, they and the reason sense. why they're great. Is because they don't view things in a myopic lens of just yeah. like this is right, this is wrong, yeah. this is clean, this is dirty, right? You know, yeah. and but we put that on them. Mm-hmm. In a way, I do think like I don't know what it is, but maybe in a way we do it so it gives us an excuse to not do it. Like maybe we're looking for an excuse a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah, because it'd be yeah. easier just not to do it. A hundred percent, and that's something my buddy, you know, our buddy Greg Stone said. Is um, I was just like, he he saw the the British gangster thing, the Guy Ritchie thing, and he was like, why 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 why, why are you not doing this all the time? And I'm like, because I don't want to be like a funny video guy. And he was like, who cares? Yeah. No one cares. Do you care when you see like a funny video? You you or just keep scrolling if you don't like it. And if you like it, you you like it. But if you don't like it, you don't even care, right? I'm like, no, I don't care at all what people are doing. He's like, then who cares? Make a thousand of them. He said, who cares to make a thousand of them? And I was like, okay. And so, like, that was why I started doing it. And she's like, oh, yeah, no one no one gives a shit. Like, in a good way. Yeah. Like, in a good way. So you it know? started organically. Yeah. Um, How are you now with it? Do you feel like it's a chore now? Or are you still I love in, it so you much. You still love it. I love it, yeah. Yeah. I love it more than Do you ever. love to react? Do you care about how the video, how many views it gets and stuff like that? Because... I mean, I, I, I get, of course I yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, of course I do. But I, I, it doesn't hurt my soul like it used to, if it doesn't get the numbers I want. Like I, um, like the Conan O'Brien documentary, Conan O'Brien can't stop. You know, when he like got that money from tonight show, part of the deal was he couldn't appear on TV, radio or film. And so he was like, what does that leave live performance? So he did a bunch of live performances and he said there was like a bit in the middle that the crowd didn't laugh at, but it was his favorite. And so he never stopped doing it. And it's like, so some of the videos I make, I'm like, this one's for me. This one's just for me. I love it. I love it. I love how it came out. I love the friends that came together to help make it. I'll rewatch it because it tickles me. And like, yeah, it's like longer and it's not, you know, a super like shareable thing. Like it's not one you're like, oh my God, this is so me. You know, yeah. and you like send it to your friend, but it's like one that I love. And like, so I just try and like, look at it through that lens um but i've loved it recently i linked up with these guys here in la that we all kind of make stuff together these guys like max goodrich and um jason rodello and buddy cliff cisneros like uh jason win we just we we meet up and we each bring like an idea and then we help each other shoot all our ideas and um it's just made it so great because i all the sketches I was shooting, I was playing every character like this fucking Norbit, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, you start to feel crazy. Like, you're just, like, in your apartment, like, 
every once in a while you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm a clown. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, I'm doing a costume change, like to be in my own sketch. And um, so meeting up with people recently and like making stuff together has been really cool. You recently, uh, I was thinking about this because you, through doing this over the last two years, um, now you're at a point where <laughs> you're in videos with two, I guess, if you take a TV person, the biggest TV person in the world, one of them, okay. and then the biggest person on YouTube uh-huh. in the world. Yeah. You have Courtney Cox on <laughs> one hand yeah. and you have Mr. Beast right. on the other. Yeah. And now those worlds are colliding. People are like, you know, it used to be, oh, that's a U- oh, YouTube awards, you know, was uh-huh. like a joke, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now this guy's, you know, going to be a billionaire. He's fucking changing the world yeah. like one video at a time. How does it that's feel wild. to shoot videos with these? These are the two of the biggest celebrities ever in their field. Mm. Does it feel surreal? Do you feel like an imposter a little bit? And how are they as people? And like seeing them and being that close to the sun, I guess. Mm -hmm. Does it feel more attainable that you can get to maybe not that point, but to a point where, you know, you're in those kind of conversations, you know? Yeah, it's wild. It's just like it, it was it was that was especially those two people were a bit of a whirlwind, you know, of a time. Um because like I said, like meeting these new guys, like we got together and we brought ideas and we shot them. The very first time we met, uh, I shot one about like a hangover. Another person shot one about like when someone steals your joke, like at a party, like goes to another group and says it and it crushes. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And movie. then another one, Max, had this idea for Drake, like this little Drake clip he saw to kind of edit himself in it. And it looked like when Drake reaches out of camera, he reaches in. To Max's scene and like messes with his drink, okay, and then that I played the hand in that. All right, I'm just a hand. I'm Drake's hand. But that's that's the beauty of doing a group <laughs> thing, though. Sometimes you just have to be the backup quarterback. Absolutely, because the next one will be, be the yeah. Hand. I was happy to be the hand, and then that just happened to really blow up, and um, and then everybody started making their own version of that, including Courtney, including Mr. Beast, and so these people were like. Can you come over and be the hand? <laughs> oh, me to be the hand. Courtney was a little different. Um, you know, there's mutual friends with her and I, and then you know, I've been over there a few times now. She's just she's super great. Like she's just sweet, down to earth, very ADHD like myself. She's all over the place, and um, and so it started with that, and then it kind of built. And same with Mr. Beast. Like it started with that, but I brought some other ideas on that trip, and he loved them, so we shot them, and like. To answer your question, it's ballsy it's, to bring ideas, though. Yeah, apparently, apparently right? he says no to a lot of them too. So it was like it was it was cool that he was down. Like, what about you know? my left hand? Yeah, like, yeah, like, I was like, you like this? Again, yeah. like, it's my foot. <laughs> yeah, right. Wounded. Buckle up! It's my foot this time. <laughs> no, but uh, dude, that's fuck. I mean, you got to a point where you go, all right. I don't know. I feel like apparently you take failure or um, rejection. Maybe you actually take it horribly, but you still put yourself. <laughs> In these positions uh, where it's like it could fail, yeah. And you, I like, try to take it well. I'm a, a sensitive man too. Same, um, yeah. And I, I, I wish am I was anxious. And I had a lot of imposter syndrome for a long time. I mean, it was almost like any stage I got on, or especially any set, because that was like transitioning from stand up to acting. So when I started getting acting roles, it's like, dude, you don't belong here. 
But you, you did the work. I remember you going to acting school. Yeah. I remember yeah. seeing you in the Upper West Side sometimes. And yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was in acting school. Yeah. Like, you've yeah. done the fucking work. But still. My yeah. So, yeah. helped a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, and, just, and then just putting myself in front of the lens as much as possible until I was desensitized to it, you know? And I'm still learning. I'm not, like, fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like, I have a lot of learning to do still, and I love it. But um, the, making videos with those two that you mentioned is really inspiring because... They don't need to do shit anymore, dude. Like, yeah. like, Courtney, I don't know how much money she makes from residuals on Friends, but it's got to be like $10 million a year. Like, I mean, you know, it's it's like she doesn't need to be doing videos. And so this guy that was like me, that was like, I don't want to be the funny video guy. Um, Monica, <laughs> you know, is she loves making these videos. It just tickles her. Like, she's like, you, you throw an idea at her or she has an idea and she's like, oh, we could shoot this too. And like, she becomes a little kid, you know? And you're like, oh, that's so cool. Like, you don't have to ever stop being a little kid. Like, when I was a little kid and I had a flip cam, I made little short films with my friends. Like, I made a little zombie film with my buddy Sean Siddiqui. And like, you remember those like cool like, squeezable? No, he's alive. Yeah, right. Sean, dude, I'm I feel like so I want to die. You're alive. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, don't get too close to me. To be honest, dude, that's like <laughs> so I'm like I'm the tape. You're from the cooler. The ring, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you like watch me, you die in seven days. And so, sorry, you made this video with Sean. Sorry. Yeah, me yeah. and Sean saw like 28 days later, and we so we made like a little zombie movie, and I remember that we were like 12, you know, but like. Those little Kool-Aid squeezables, you know, you like take the cap off and like you squeeze the, you get them in like after a soccer game. I remember, game. Yeah, 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 those were the best. We use those for blood. We use like the cherry ones and like we put it in our neck. It's like we like got bit and we fall to the ground and we like squeeze it. And it was like, it was like, and it looked great in the night lighting and stuff. And like, so just to see like little film tricks and stuff back then, it excited me so much. And, um, just trying not to lose touch of that, like the kid that wanted to make stuff, you know. That's that's why we you were creative to begin with. I think that is one of the things. Now that you say it, I've even thought about it that way with stand up. You would think that would be oh, it's silly, but mm -hmm. if you're the silly guy in stand up, you're not taken seriously. Like you have to have a point of view. And if you don't have a point of view, what the fuck are you really even saying? Yeah, yeah you know. And yeah, then yeah. you become this like <laughs> shallow, like hollow man who yeah. nothing can affect me. The mm. crowd, you can't take me. You can't see weakness. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And it actually you forget about being a kid, and you stop being a kid. Yes. And yeah. you just start being this like <laughs> telling it like it is, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. And look, there's plenty of stand-up that's silly and stuff, but it's like, mm -hmm. if you want to be respected, you got to say what's really... Yeah, you need to do... You get up there and say something that scares you, man. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. When you start thinking that you're, like, changing... The world, lives yeah. And, and, that, and that you're doing something that's daring on a level that other guys aren't doing, that's when, like, you just become insufferable, you know? Yeah. And we saw that happen with some guys, and it also existed within us. Like I, it could have easily been something a road that I went down. You know, there's a couple of times where like I started talking about like losing my mom on stage or like addiction, and I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm talking about real shit, you know. But like, okay, cool. Um, is it funny? Because remember, that's like what it's all about. Like, are people laughing? And and that's great if you can talk about stuff. It it, it does like give you a little power over that thing. But it is not therapy, you know. We we shat all over uh, Hannah Gatsby, you know. 
but she has some good points too. yeah man like big time you know like we were trained to get to the funny part of a thing and then bounce away from it you know land on the funny thing and then and then ditch it you know and i noticed that with like some of my shit like i thought it counted as therapy and it doesn't dude it just counts as a joke and then i sat in the therapist's chair and realized like how mad i was still and how like filled with grief i was and like had to like actually start working at that i know when I, I was I, like 28 yeah that's about i i think i was i probably didn't go to therapy for a first time i went when i was a kid and when my parents got divorced mm. 13 as well, you said? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I remember I told the therapist that my dad is thinking with the wrong head <laughs> when I was like 13. Good joke. Not a bad dude. joke. Yeah. That's probably my first like. Talking about uh, your dad's dick though at 13. Well, is, where did know? I hear that from? Right. Obviously, I heard yeah. it from him because he always yeah. bragged about that cock. No, no, no. <laughs> I heard it from my mom talking shit about him, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, probably. You know? Yeah. But like, so that was like my, and then I didn't really go to therapy after that. After I crushed, and I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, I'm good." Yeah, and then no, yeah. I went at like thirty four, <laughs> thirty five, and then you know, a lot of people they they ask, "I don't need to go to therapy, whatever." It's like this whole like, whatever. I, I do think that therapy, more than anything, I think getting the foundation of what was my family like, what just your whole like history and like why am why are you that way? Then you kind of mm. build off of that. Yeah, big time. And I think those like those first five to ten sessions are so fucking important just to have a base of what. So then you could at least go to that no matter where you are. Yeah. Um, and no matter who you're talking with, like you don't necessarily need to do those first six sessions with your next therapist, you know, because it's like work you've already done and can kind of consolidate that stuff for them. Like I got a new therapist recently and he just steamrolled me, man. He didn't need like all the history he just like saw through it and it was just like he was like asking me about my mom and stuff because like i was in like a relationship that was like you know um maybe a little toxic and uh and he was like oh you want you like want to fix people you know because like you feel like you couldn't fix your mom and like i was like <laughs> yeah yeah and he's like why you why you, like you're you're pushing me away right now by like laughing you know and i was like yeah i mean sure not nah, you know and he's like you're doing it right now like you're stressed and so you're moving a lot i don't know if you notice that but you're moving a lot and you're sighing and you're laughing because like you don't want me to help you right you don't let anybody help you and i'm like dude what what is happening you know dude, this is like goodwill hunting shit. yeah literally it's like, not your not fault you too, yeah, yeah 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 it's not, not your you fault too, dude and um and he was just like yeah you're not letting anybody help you i was like no I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not talking to my friends right now. He's like, why aren't you talking to your friends? I'm like, I don't think they can help me. He's like, do you not think I can help you? And I was like, maybe I do think you can help me. And I'm like, afraid you're going to help me. And I don't know what that's going to look like if I'm helped, you know? And then he just was like, you blame yourself for your mom's death? And I'm like, no, definitely not. And he's like, do you blame yourself for your mom's death? And I was like, I don't think so, man. I don't think so, honestly. He's like, do you, though? And I'm like... Holy shit. Is this a credit card fraud? Hi, sir. Yeah, I fucking broke down, dude. Dude. came to terms with that. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. I thought that I could have been there more. And like, I I had never even admitted that to myself. Yeah. I didn't know that that was Well, it's a dark, it's a very dark thought to think about yourself. Yeah. That's a hard thing to to fucking, to swallow for sure. Yeah, yeah. man. And then I faced that, you know. And And what is on the other side of that? Help. The other side of that is, um, like, so you say, like, you push people away, you don't want to be helped. 
Mm-hmm. What's the fear of being helped? Like, what's the feeling behind that? Like, once you're helped, are you not, not as funny? Or are you I'm not a good as much? Not thinking yeah, I um, deserve being helped. Like, uh, just thinking like, no, this is who I am. Like, I, I'm, I'll have like this weight on my back is part of my character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't fully have the answer to that. Yeah, but I walked through a lot of that with him. You know, since then, and like um, faced that. You know. Do you fear being happy will uh, slow down this train you're on of uh, career and and being funny and like I do I have those fears like me too even yeah. though I know that that's not true I, it's not it's the I same way that, that you think true. Sam Morell won't like your shit it's the right. same like I'm funnier when I'm fun dude I was yeah. I was a pretty fun kid with right. my friends I was fucking hilarious because it's like when you have this shit you know that you're dealing with. It's like you have something that's like running after you and you're like running from it, you know, and when you're running, you're like crushing it. You're like, I'm not going to look at that. So let me look at this script and let me write this sketch. Let me make sure we can shoot that tomorrow and like book this stand up thing and promote it and like edit this. And like I had no time to think about that thing that's behind me because I've been like running like crazy. And I guess, yeah, there's like this fear that like, well, if I fix all this shit in here. Nothing's going to be yeah. chasing me. I'm just going to be still. And is that guy funny? Because, like, you know, having an edge is pretty funny, you know? And, like... I think maybe <laughs> doing know? it from, like, that pure spot, though, of, like, you're not running. You could just do it when you're treading water or you're yeah. just, like, standing still. Maybe you'll... Maybe you won't do... Maybe you'll do maybe two or three left, you know, or like, yeah. or or maybe you'll focus more on just one uh-huh. that you like more rather than I need to get this many out or whatever yeah. it is. And it's not just content. It's just life, too. It's like, right. maybe I don't have to get this many girlfriends or I don't have to fuck as much or I don't have to like mm-hmm. fucking do a backflip at a party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you always should do a backflip at a party. You gotta do a backflip at a party. Dude. Everyone not, loves the backflip. It's not something that goes away. Yeah. yeah, dude. I don't know. Like, I, I, um... I definitely, I fear that stuff for sure about, you know, losing the edge or whatever, you know? And it's like, yeah, I don't think you ever lose that though. Like you don't, it just, it just, and and the more that you are healthy uh, and work on being healthy, the more, you know, who you are and the more stuff that you've gotten on the other side of and what's funnier than time tragedy plus time. So like when you're in the tragedy, it's not very fucking funny. You know what I mean? So Working on that gets you on the other side of it, and that's when you can see what was funny about it, you know? So there's there's that, too. And when you slow down, it's not just like, oh, I could take care of my career. You could take care of yourself. Yeah. Like, dude, I've been yeah. running for years. I just yeah. went to the dentist for the first time in 10 years today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That, that doesn't yeah, tell yeah, you. Yeah. They're surprised I had teeth. One yeah. time I went to the dentist, they go, how long have you been smoking? I go, never. They go, interesting. <laughs> And I was like, dude, that's interesting. The most fun, interesting. Dude. You don't want to hear that. From <laughs> no. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 That was fucking. So. Yeah. You had like butthole problems pretty early, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, how the... long have you been getting fucked in the ass? I'm like, yeah. I'm not gay. He's Never. like, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> just with that asshole. Interesting, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I just read a joke there with my butthole. Um, yeah, write that down, dude. Write that down. I mean, I feel like we definitely made some, uh, I think we figured it all out. Uh, yeah, no, I think we figured everything out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny yeah. when you do one of these, because you kind of tell your, 
obviously we didn't do the whole story at all, but it's like we there is a start sex and love, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of that as well. Yeah, yeah. and then you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I know, I figured it all out. Yeah, now I'll just go back out into the world and try yeah. to look for another sign, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm looking for a neon sign. Have you read The Tools by Phil Stutz? Uh, oh, I watched that documentary, documentary yeah. with Jonah Hill. Yeah, those are good. Those are good tools. I love the. A lot um, of what you're saying is like a lot of that book. Mm-hmm. He call, he would call that sign like that day the source. You yeah. know. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it was interesting because I just you, finished the book. So have like, you put it into practice at all? Have you tried to like? I have. It? I and then another book that I've been that I just finished called Failing Forward. Okay. And it's just, dude. It's all about. And then I listened to my first book with fuck in the title, Unfuck Yourself. Okay. I've been really, like, focusing on, like, because, dude, I've, it's been bad. Like, I've, I've, I don't know, I, I am so obsessed with external uh, factors making me happy. Like, same. Whether it's someone yeah. liking my video, giving me a compliment, coming to a show, like, yes. Yeah. And that the I've completely, for, of a lover, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Validation of another bigger comedian or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been trying to really figure out why I'm doing that and how can I correct it Mm -hmm. and how can I not um, feel like I have to latch on to something. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's hard because you still have to make a living too. So compliment you, man, and say that you've changed. I've changed. You you were, you, I can tell you're a guy who works on himself, man. I'm trying. It's been cool to see. I mean, I love old Andrew too. I mean, and he's still in there. You know, he's like goofball, fucking. You know, I know I miss him. <laughs> no, I sometimes dude. think he's funnier than this guy. No, no, dude, this is just funny, man. Yeah, yeah, that guy. He's he's funny, but you don't want to like invite him <laughs> to a dinner. You know what I mean? I would invite this guy to a dinner. <laughs> we had one good dinner with we the sushi. <laughs> the sushi. That's one of the funniest videos I've ever made. Yeah, dude. I can write a script that's what I think is the funniest thing yeah. ever. And it won't be as funny as putting sunglasses <laughs> on a sushi conveyor belt, oh. waiting for them to get to us, putting them on and saying, let's go. <laughs> let's get out of here. Dude, anything could be I'm on a conveyor I'm going to repost that today. I'll repost oh, it. That oh, was great, God. dude. Um, Right, so I want to. You should put that at the end of this episode. You should put that. Oh, that can vary. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to end with um, with uh, I did this thing where <laughs> I fucking I did it as a random thing a couple weeks ago where I asked Chat GPT. Oh, okay. What questions it would ask you to see how much me. better the computer is than me? <laughs> so after I eat uh, a dick, uh, I'm like, well, at least I can end it with some. <laughs> A lot of people won't answer them because they come out of my mouth and they sound you asked too... Chat GTP GPT wait. GPT yeah what to ask Evan Williams yeah and they had things yeah that's so funny yeah so, okay so here's the question so your your mom died you killed her uh, no no no, no. <laughs> I was like whoa dude <laughs> we gotta get Skynet out of here man <laughs> bro yeah these videos up anyways so yeah. how do you develop new material for your stand-up routine can you take us through your creative <laughs> process and how do you know when a joke is ready for the stage can you imagine if that came out of my mouth this is so formal yeah and like robotic very man. lex yeah uh, whatever that guy it's also not an interesting question from stand-up to stand-up you know yeah. it's just like something funny happens and i write it down 
or I'm in a group. But you don't setting. write every day to just I write. Do not, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. I tend to write just about every day when it comes to like sketches and script and stuff. I've never written a stand up joke. Are you afraid when you uh, do new material on stage or does it, are you excited about excited. it? Excited. So excited. Yeah. I think when, with that stuff, it depends on what show you're on. Like if you're doing depends the cellar and you have show. to crush or I something. Yeah. I, I, it's was, very, I, I yeah. didn't get to that point where I was doing new stuff at the cellar, but I, I wasn't there long enough. After having been passed there, to have gotten there, probably. But yeah, I it excites me because because I've spent time, you know, part of me growing old, you know, growing out of my love for stand up there for a bit was that I was just doing the same stuff over and over, and same. It's not a good feeling. That's what I did. It's 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 a prison. Yeah. It's like all right, what's the the worst case is that I do tried and true material and it bombs and then i'm like that's a whole existential crisis that's going to happen the best case scenario is that i do tried and true material and it crushes and i'm like okay confirmed this thing i already knew is good is good (laughs) um and then the the middle thing that happened i think is the worst which is that you do tried and true material and it, it does okay you know then you just walk away and you're like man I'm like a has been. Like I like yeah. I'm just doing the Or what thing about I when knew. you do new, it doesn't work. So then you go to old A and then that doesn't work. Ooh, then that is a double that's tough. But at least in that set you tried something. And I think yes. that's better than all that's the other a good options. Point. Yeah. At least you tried something and you felt something new. You know what I mean? You I have like a whole new if you tw- tried something new and it didn't work. Twenty that I wrote that I haven't been able to do out here. I haven't been getting as much stage time as I like. Mm-hmm. And I'm whatever. So it's like I yeah. need to tell someone. At least in New York, I used to run bit. That was another th- like running bits because you're so. It was all out of fear. Yeah, you're just afraid. Yeah. New York's a fucking animal that will eat you up. So you want to. Yeah, she's a mean bitch. Yeah. In, in addition to stand up, you've also appeared in a number of TV shows and films. Okay. How does acting compare to performing stand up, and how do you approach these different forms of comedy differently? That's what Terminator wants to know. <laughs> that's what, that's what the. Um... The chick from Ex Machina is asking me. All right. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> also, you can tell me to go fuck myself. If yeah, you don't you go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, that that's one. fine. It's all, yeah, it's all stimulating in different ways. And I, I love acting. I guess with acting, a lot of people say is you have to be a quiet, a quieter. Like, you, you don't need to. Well, it depends on what. Well, stand ups of... in general are really bad at acting if they're not trained, if they don't go get training. Because. Stand-ups, I think, more than any other art form coming into it, need classes, dude. Because yeah. we live in our heads. We live in there. We write the next funny thing. We're not listening to you. We're waiting. You know, us at our worst, we're not listening. Yeah. We're not listeners. We just wait for you to stop talking so we can say the funny thing that we thought of a second ago. And that's so annoying. Uh, it makes diner hangs miserable. Yeah. We're just <laughs> screaming over each other. And so then you get into acting and like the entire thing is listening. That's all it is. It's like putting all of your attention on your scene partner and listening and waiting to see how they say what they say so you can know how to react and letting natural moments happen and not writing the no. next moment. I didn't need that credit card joke that I did <laughs> when you told that really true therapy story. <laughs> I was mad at myself because that would have been That's old so Andrew. Funny, and I'm man. only going to think about how I <laughs> fucked up there. Because I should have let that. That was a no, beautiful moment that you bad. shared. 
don't and even the, remember. And the callback, yeah. I don't know. I remember uh, that joke happening, but I don't remember when okay. it happened. Yeah. The callback wasn't <laughs> it wasn't worth it because it was a beautiful that's so moment. Funny, man. Yeah, that's um, stand-ups. And then the last story, which you've known, you're known for your unique and thought-provoking style of comedy. How do you balance pushing boundaries and challenging your audience while ensuring that your material is still accessible? We could just end on the question. Yeah, let's <laughs> end on that. How do you know it's still accessible, man? Fuck ChatGPT. Uh, this is Chad what I'm learning. GPT, I uh, we're good for a little while. You know. I expected like a, a wild one to happen. This is what nerds will tell like, you. How do you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? You know, like tell me what love feels like. I wanted it to be like the the robot like asking me what love feels like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I guess I could do it where next time if you come on, I'll be like, do it in the form of Shakespeare. Yeah. Or like in the style of yes. Shakespeare. That's what they tell you. They go, you got to keep pushing the computer. You got to keep. Let, okay. Like you could keep going, yeah. and then eventually they'll like get to where you want to. Yeah, but it's like figure it out, bitch. Like, yeah, and I would like I would set up Chat GPT to say, like, to ask me questions if it was uh, a bodybuilder, you know, or something. Yeah, yeah, ask, yeah. How to like <laughs> ask Evan Williams questions about comedy from the perspective of like a sad bodybuilder? <laughs> Dude, let's just do it real quick, <laughs> and that's what we'll, we'll we'll end on that. <laughs> okay. I literally just hit yeah. a photo because uh-huh. I took a photo of that to do it, and it, nothing came up, and it took me a second to realize I was hitting a photo. So I think Chad GPT is going to be fine. Uh, okay, question for Evan Williams. Uh, let me do podcast question mm-hmm. for Evan Williams. It knows what Evan Williams is talking about? Because there's the liquor. yeah. There's a Canadian actor. Maybe I'll do comedian Evan Williams. They were asking, they were asking questions about in the style so. of a sad. Oh no, it knows you. That's crazy. It knows your shit, dude. That's wild, man. Uh, That's so style, scary. Dude. Of a sad I'm body, so body. Right body <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, oh, Evan, my muscles may be bulging, but my heart is breaking. I'm just wondering, as a fellow funny man, how do you find the strength to keep lifting <laughs> spirits when your own are feeling heavy? Do you have any tips for powering through tough times and still bringing joy to your audience? Is this real? You didn't make that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, Chat GPT, man. My muscles may be bulging, <laughs> but my heart is breaking. <laughs> I'm just wondering, as a fellow funny man, at least the the bodybuilder thinks it's funny. A funny man. I know. I thought he was going to say a fellow bodybuilder. Yeah. How do you find the strength to keep lifting, lifting spirits when your own are feeling heavy? (laughs) Do you Uh, have any tips for powering through tough times and still bringing joy to your audiences? This is my favorite question I've ever been asked. I'll say. So that's what you got to do. You just have to make it really weird and specific. I will say that um, that's probably when I have the easiest time lifting other people is when I'm down uh, because I know that if I get out of my own head and I reach out to a friend and I have some laughs or I get on stage and I just try something new because I'm in a fucking tough spot or like if I open my set with like I'm going through a breakup right now what's going on everybody like they know what I'm going through and so I'm forced to be in like a real moment for the rest of my set yeah it's like I mean it's the best makes you human you know and not a fucking not chat a fucking gpt who apparently GPT is who actually has some thought provoking my buddy questions. had it had his uh for his dad's like 70th had him 
Chad GPT write a poem. Uh-huh. And it was his dad's favorite, and they didn't tell him for a while. Like, they <laughs> like it was wow, Chad you GPT. nailed everything, dude. Oh, he claimed it was his own. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Thanks for doing this. Of course, man. Check out Evan Williams. Um, what's your what is your Instagram and TikTok? It's it's Evan Williams. I T S Evan Williams. And depending on when this comes out, there's some stuff in May. You can see me record a special in North Carolina on May 25th at the Sunset Theater. Uh, get the tickets before they sell out. I'll be doing San Diego May 11th. Um, and I'll be opening for Mateo in San Antonio May 19th. And you can get all these tickets at my website, evanwilliamscomedy.com. Go see him. He's a great comedian. And soon you won't be able to get into the door because it'll be sold out. And he'll be a fucking, he'll spit on you. This is chat GPT again. Yeah, I'm just reading. Yeah, you're reading so, with a meathead said. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. Man. Thanks for doing it. All yeah. right. Have a good day.